and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. And it's 8.44 p.m. It is late. Doing another late one. You worked all day. I did. I was supposed to sleep all day. I didn't. (laughs) But that's okay. Choices were made. Yeah, choices were made. And uh, this is probably the best one of the day so far. So, uh, dude, Tucker, update. What's going on? Um, hopefully he's okay. He's yeah. feeling. He looks like he's feeling better, but yeah. he had um, a bunch of. He was just basically pooping blood. Oh, so Jesus. it was super scary. Yeah, and um, so we took him to the vet. Yeah, got him in, and they gave him some anti-inflammatory pills for uh-huh. his for his um, like intestines, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully they they think it might be Giardia. What's which that? it's a parasite that they get uh, from like water. It's pretty common this time of year because there's so many puddles and mm-hmm. that. So and he, I mean he's always in the out. He's always outside drinking always. out of puddles yeah. and stuff like that. So it's not uncommon for him to get him. Bo Bo had it, but oh, Bo, it's it can be in different severity. Yeah, yeah. Bo's yeah. was pretty mild. Yeah. Tucker's, if it was Giardia, yeah. it was pretty. It was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. But I've never. I've just have never seen him Lethargic like lethargic and stuff. Yeah. He started when we finally took him in. He was starting to get lethargic. Like really? Bo would want to play with him, and he just wouldn't get off the Aww. couch, which is definitely not something you. Yeah, yeah. That's normally I saw him, his behavior. I was like, "Poor buddy." Yeah, he was. It was. It was pretty scary. Yeah, but um, feeling better. He's feeling a lot okay. better. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, what else is going on? Um. Just getting ready to move. We move. Oh yeah, I'm we, excited. We we start moving Sunday. <gasps> Are we still getting a pod room? Oh yeah. Okay. Because I've been looking at tables. Mm-hmm. Um, they're expensive, dude. Are they? I was thinking about maybe building one. Okay. Once I see the size of the room, sure. building like a just a wood table, have it'd you, be legit. Have you seen some of that like pallet furniture that's out there? Like people have made stuff out of like pallets. I mean, I've seen some of it, but yeah. I work. I have pallets. Yeah. Some so. of that pallet furniture is pretty legit, and it's yeah. super cheap to make because, like, I have a work like the warehouse I work. We're always getting rid of pallets too. So really, yeah. Okay, maybe we'll. I'll look into that actually mm-hmm. just to see. But I kind of want a table like the one we use now. Yeah. Um, but this one's all creaky and you know plastic and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but to have something a little more solid. Yeah. Dedicated to for podcasting I mm-hmm. think would be fun um i got into the master's program you uh, i was gonna <laughs> preface it <laughs> but yes i what just gonna preface it with oh just like oh hey by the way jeff got into it i don't know i had something i don't know i was gonna go on the fly but yeah yeah I, anyway congratulations buddy you, dude sir. that is so cool i appreciate your phone call that was awesome yeah i was i was texting you and i because you sent me the screenshot of your mm-hmm. acceptance letter and i was like oh man I, like i gotta send, i was like i was sending i had a whole text message typed out and i was like you know what this text isn't good enough i got a call so <laughs> yeah. i sent the text message and then called oh okay because so. as soon as we got off the phone i got the text i'm like i just got the text <laughs> You're like, it wasn't good I, enough. I hope i i hope i didn't wake you up you sound like you kind like i woke you up or something i think i think i was just laying on the couch oh okay yeah. gotcha. dude i never sleep but my schedule is going to change that's another thing mm-hmm. do you know why so i think it has something to do with somebody putting in their two weeks yeah yeah my counterpart she quit She's quitting. Wow. Yeah. Over um, everything that you, t- you I don't told know me about? what it's about. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So I think, I mean, she got a new job at another trucking company, I guess. So they're, and on that shift, you make more money by doing the inspections that we do. So mm-hmm. they're like, my boss is like, do you want to go on that shift? And I was like, permanently? And he was like, well, maybe, I don't know. And I was like, I'd rather not. Um, and he's like, well, I need you to do it. I was like, I'll do it. I'll absolutely do it. Whatever you need, whatever the team needs, Mm -hmm. I'll do it. Um, But I think I'd rather stay on the shift once we hire somebody. And he was like, okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, You'll have seniority over whoever we hire. So 
whatever you want. Um, but you might be surprised and you might like it. Going over on that shift, I know I'll get consistent sleep because mm-hmm. I can stay up till 1 a.m. That's yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. So if I work from, what, 4 a.m. to 1 a.m. or whatever it is, yeah, that will be hard. And then I'll sleep from, whatever, 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and that'll be one consistent streak of sleep. Right now, I get off work, sleep for four hours, get up, hang out, do whatever I do during the day, whether it's podcasting, hanging out with Jen or working out, mm-hmm. and then try to sneak four more hours in before I go to work. That's Oh, that <laughs> sounds like you you should last week when we recorded you showed yeah. me your sleep schedule yeah. what it's just like 3 hours, 3 and a half hours, yeah. 3 and a quarter hours. It's rough. Ugh, I don't know how you do it, man. So, that'll be a positive thing about it, but missing evenings all summer long. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But I'll have all of Friday and all of Saturday, or sorry, all of Saturday and all of Sunday and then won't have to go to work till Monday till 4 p.m. But the I miss Friday now. I don't have Friday nights. So gross. We'll see. I mean, I'll get sleep and I'll be going to the gym every morning and playing basketball. So that'll be nice. Oh, yeah. There you so, go. We'll There's see. perks. There are. Yeah. There are definitely some good things about it, but um, we'll see. I think it'll it'll be good for school once I start. Oh, definitely. When do you um, when do you start? So like August, late August. So I accepted today. OK, finally. Mm-hmm. And then after the after the first, I'll have a what's it called? An appointment. Mm-hmm. Like a phone call. Yeah. But what is it called? Advisement, advising. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll see that after the first, and then call, and we'll figure it out what's going to work. And then, yeah, I start August nineteenth. Okay. So I got some time. August nineteenth. Yeah, I think that's a date. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's usually that third Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just keep thinking about like there's there's another graduation in the future. I know. That's why they're, they're graduating. Like not just them. I mean me. Oh yeah. By starting this, that mm-hmm. means that. Down the road, there's a, another graduation Which happening. Which is fucking fun. Yeah. The gra- was, graduation was, a l- yeah, was but so much I fun. I won't have anyone like sitting by you. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially because Matt got separated. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he got, he, he, the cutoff was like, like no, no, no more. And yeah. he couldn't, he had to go to the next. To they the were next cutting aisle. us off and then moving the, the people. Like they'd cut a group off and say, all right, now you start the next aisle. And right after you, they cut Matt off and sent him to the next Which was aisle. dumb because there was like three seats yeah. open on, on our end. And he just so. kept looking at us like, are he, you effing kidding I, me? I think he got who I think he had to sit next to Ian whose paper he trashed in four sixty nine. Like he just oh, gutted that dude's paper awkward. and then had to sit next to him for like two hours at graduation. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I got I was so glad I got to sit next to you and we hung out and that was great. Just the whole experience with you guys, even going to the the you know, the um, the practice or mm-hmm. whatever. It was just fun. It the was, practice was fun. Yeah. Because we got to hang out with some of the other guys other right. other people too. So. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. This is just the beginning, but whoa. We'll see. It's interesting. Um, Dimitri and I were talking on Knuckle Draggers. Mm-hmm. He's doing his bachelor's in communications now. Okay. So, he started that. Um, <laughs> well, good for him to go back to school. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he doesn't remember anything that he's studied. And I'm like, oh, did you look at, um, did, we, did you read any of McClellan's work? And he's like, no. And I'm like, the medium is the message. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just don't remember anything. <laughs> I'm like, dude, come <laughs> on. I'm like, oh. But it'll be that'll be an interesting dynamic because we're both studying mm-hmm. communications. Yeah. And it'll it'll make for, I think, 
I think just going back to school, both of us on all, sure. all, all shows, knuckle draggers and say what you mean, you know, we're all going to school now. So mm-hmm. anytime you're going to school and like with you at work, you know, you're dealing with the public or you're, you're doing something that always makes for good stories. Oh yeah, I think. definitely. So, yeah, I got my, um, just really quick. I got my, my book list for my classes. Yeah. And the, f- one of the first book on Uh-oh. the list was Thomas Hobbes's Leviathan. Are you serious? I was like, this is, I was like, I'm in the right place. <laughs> oh my God, Jake. That makes me mm-hmm. so happy. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So anyway. Oh my gosh. I, it made me realize, it's like, I made the right choice. Yeah. So good I mean, thing it's on the internet. So you don't have to walk around and hide your boner. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's exactly that's you Mm -hmm. yeah that's so great yeah that makes me so happy that's super cool well big things are happening from say what you mean so tune in and listen to us you'll hear you'll hear tears oh god you'll hear jubilation yeah like on the edge of giving up on the edge of like dying in celebration it'll, mm-hmm. it'll be awesome yeah we'll just have to go back and listen to this episode where we talked about how much we were looking forward to all of this yes. a year from now when we're like for lives yeah. why did we do this why am i reading so much <laughs> um so we have things to talk about yes some some things happen some things happened in our world so i'm just gonna play the clip to get us started yeah i mean that's a bad shot um care what anybody says that's a bad shot George back it up Leonard doesn't want to pick Dame going for the win a three-pointer for the game clock is off Portland has a timeout Lillard a chance to send the thunder home Lillard, long-range three, and it's good! At the buzzer, Damian Lillard! Are you kidding me? Dude, you're you're killing it with these with these intros, man. Yeah, oh, I have I have goosebumps <laughs> I right now. I got goosebumps too, dude. Oh. I had to make a little adjustment on that one because fuck Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even be mad at Russell Westbrook because he sucked so bad. Oh, dude, he was terrible. Dude, he missed so many w- open layups, dude, man. At the end of the and after saying in that game, when he after saying in the press conference before, I can get to the paint anytime I want. And he did. He just missed. Yes. <laughs> he just missed. Oh, so but there's if, always help there. Amina was always bugging the shot yeah, every time he got to the room. It was so beautiful. So I know, I know there are those of you who don't like hearing sports, but if you have not seen what happened with our team, you got to get out from under your rock because wow. Yeah, that's a, that's just a moment that 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 sports moment transcends just sports fandom that yeah. that's a cultural moment it was massive did you think it was good <laughs> man at first when i was like it was like two seconds left yeah. right and so i was watching the reddit feed so it's like 20 seconds oh. back so it's like in my friend matt uh glendening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um called me so Aminu gets the board, right? Mm-hmm. And Pat gets it to Lillard, and Lillard, no timeout, right? And I'm, I'm watching Lillard cross midcourt, 
and all of a sudden I get a phone call and it cuts across my feed because I can't, dude, I can't sit around when the Blazers are playing in close yeah, games. Yeah, I'll just yeah. take the dogs for a walk. Yeah. So I was out, I was walking the dogs with my phone and I was yeah. watching on my phone and I got uh, the call and then I answer it. I was like, I was like, dude. And he's like, did you see the shot? I was like, no. And I hung up the phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it went, thankfully it paused there. So oh, I got to see it. So yeah. like I knew the shot. I'm like, I was like, there's no way he pulls it from here. Yeah. Oh, shit, he pulls it from here, knowing in my mind that he must have hit it. Yeah, obviously. So, um, but That's so karma it, it, for it, all your texts. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, man, I, I, when I'm telling this story, Jeff's going to be like, yeah, that's karma for yep. every single time I've ruined the ending of a Blazer yep. game for him. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, did I, you think it was good? So, I was with my wife, and we were over at my buddy Jesse's with his girlfriend and his son, and they just put their son down for sleep. And uh, it's the end of the game. (laughs) And Jesse goes, no timeout? No timeout? Like, why? Like, he was sort of freaking out. Like, why are you not calling timeout? Do we not have one? No, there was one. There was one. Yeah. And we were just, he was just like, what are you doing? And then he pulled it up. I said, no way. But he had been hitting those all night. Mm -hmm. And everyone he had hit before that, I said, that's good. That's good. It looked good coming out of his hand. It looked so good. And I, I, it's not that I didn't believe it, but I was just like, You've got to be kidding because if anyone's going to hit that shot for a win, mm-hmm. it's him. It's Damian Lillard. Oh, it's Damian Lillard, my dude. God. And then we had to jump up and, and silently scream to each other because his kid just went to bed. <laughs> but uh, I just was in disbelief. And I've been saying this since it happened. Damian Lillard, he didn't save it. We were we were up 3-1. Yeah. He, he hit the shot. He had one of the biggest sports moments in Trailblazers history. But the MVP for that game is the man with the plus minus of 11 who shows up <laughs> at the end of the third quarter. With his shirt and all, dude. That shirt was glorious. Oh, Nurkic shows up. Did you see what about him sitting at home? Yeah. He was sitting at home at the end of the third quarter and said, Fuck this, I'm going. That's what he said on live TV on with live Kevin TV. Calabro. <laughs> and Calabro's just in the back, just like, oh my God, but like nobody's going to care. Nobody cared. Nobody, nobody cared. cared. And Calabro, like an old man, has got his phone out and he's like mm-hmm. filming the moment <laughs> on his phone. And Nurk, just said, and Nurk just said, fuck it. And he drove to the arena. He was in the locker room, came out, and the crowd went fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And they were down eight. Yeah. And they went on an 11 0 run to win it when Nurk showed up. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And he was wearing a shirt that said, got bricks with a pile of bricks on the picture. And then it said, next question. Just where did he get this shirt? I need to know where he got that shirt. The best part is. And then shows up in the arena wearing it. He shows up to the game wearing it. It was already made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He. Oh, dude. Like that almost made me cry seeing him Mm -hmm. because I, I kept telling Jen. I said, Nurk's coming. I said, I didn't know if it was that game. I said, there's going to be a moment in one of these series where Nurk just shows up and the crowd loses their shit. Mm -hmm. And it could not have been a better moment. No, and to see him without crutches. Yeah, he had him. Yeah, he did. But he was standing on the sideline without him. Mm -hmm. And just... You could see the emotion on his face. He looked like he was gonna. So when when he was standing there and he was like he was like waving his hand, like yeah. it looked like he was gonna cry. Yeah, I think he was just overcome with emotion. I think too. so too. And the whole crowd just went nuts, dude. And I don't think the players on the court knew until he started yelling. He started yelling at them, like calling out like encouragement. And then he smiled. I've only seen the mm-hmm. footage of him, but he's like yelling like hey hey hey. And then he just kind of smiles like yeah I'm here like ah. Oh. 
it was just the whole family was there. Yeah, the whole family was there for that win, dude. For Nurt to go down and break his leg when they clinched the playoffs, but to be there for this trailblazer moment, mm-hmm. holy shit! Yeah, dude, that was you couldn't have. It was almost like it, the whole ending, yes. right? Nurk coming back. Lillard shot. Yeah. Just the way they walked off on that win. When he wa- was, dude, he waved goodbye to them. Yeah. He turns and waves goodbye, and then CJ's like, oh, yeah. And then CJ turns and waves <laughs> goodbye. Well, and then Curry, Curry said yes. to the, says to the bench. What did he say? He, he said, you guys are about to lose. You know that, right? He said that? To their bench before I the, saw him talking. Before the shot went up, he says, uh, a fan called into 1080, the fan, yeah. and said, I was sitting behind the behind the Oklahoma City bench. Yeah. I heard exactly what, what <gasps> Curry said. He said, you guys are about to lose. And then didn't even like didn't even turn uh-huh. the shot goes that was before the shot went up mm-hmm. and then just stares him down i saw just, him i saw it without the audio knowing mm-hmm. what he said i was like i would kill to know what he said right he said there. you guys are about to lose before the shot oh. even went up <laughs> oh, <laughs> just my. cold blooded it's cold blooded and then he posts that art of war quote mm-hmm. whole dude they are just like he was out for blood from he, the second they started well you saw the chris did you read any of the chris haynes article yeah where he said, like, I'm when I on Monday night before the game, he's like, I'm ending the, I'm, I'm go, I'm sending those motherfuckers home motherfuckers tomorrow. Motherfuckers home, dude. He was done. He was over it, and just all the shit talking from them and Schro- like Schroeder just waiting until they're up twelve with a minute left to start to do the Dame time, mocking the Dame time thing. Damian Lillard from the Art of War posts. It is the unemotional, reserved, calm, detached warrior who wins, not the hothead seeking vengeance and not the ambitious seeker of fortune. Because <laughs> oh, that, dude, from game, what was it? Game three yeah. and five? Or was it four and five? They won game three. Okay. And lost four? No, no, sorry. They as an OKC. Oh, okay, so four and five. They They lost three. There was a lot of shit talking in that game from mm-hmm. both teams. They come in game four and they're like, we're not talking to anybody who isn't wearing our jersey. And they stuck to it. They didn't talk to the refs. They didn't talk to nobody. And they won that game. Just dead silent. Like, you could tell game four, the mentality completely changed. Like, mm-hmm. we're not fucking around. We're here to win. We're here to move on. And honestly, game five was scary as fuck. Because Dame was the only one do he had fifty points. He was the only one who was really doing anything. I mean, we had some small moments from guys. Mo missing every free throw until the fourth quarter. I know. I was so frustrated. I was pissed. It, it looked like he the moment was too big for him and Aminu. Right. Aminu's lane violation on Canner's free throw right before the end of the half. Yeah. And then and then gave Paul George space on that three. Yeah. That's a four point swing going into half. And and the <sighs> thing that had momentum. Because every game had been close at halftime. Mm-hmm. And the biggest, and even mostly in most of the third quarters, these games were close. Right. It wasn't until the fourth quarter where Portland pulled away and, right. and their wins. Right. And it was other than the first quarter of the first game. Mm-hmm. But then even like the th- end of the third, though, it was always the momentum swings at the end. Portland always finished the half and the end of the third quarter right. super strong in their wins. Mm-hmm. Giving that momentum back to OKC going into the half, I was like, man, that was the worst thing that could happen. That yeah. was, yes, that was only three points, but that, that was so much more than three points yeah. in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, that was, that was just an amazing game. And Curry was pissing me off, but then he comes up with the biggest steal of the game. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's not, and Mo in the fourth quarter hits every freaking free throw. He hits every free throw and was three for three from the field. Yeah. And at 17 points, shot six of nine or something yeah. like that from the field. Yeah. Um, overall, CJ ends up going, start like starts the game four of 12 and then ends up nine of 18. So yeah. he ended up uh, 50%. shooting 50%. Yeah. So I mean, the, he hit some big step backs yeah, on that run. Yeah. On that run. But Lillard was just, you know, I so I was at my friend's house watching it, but I also had it here DVR'd when I wasn't here. And so yesterday, yesterday, mm-hmm. um, Jen's looking through the DVR and she's like, can I delete this Blazer game? And I was like, is it the one with Dame hits the shot? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, I want to watch it one more time. <laughs> she's like, the whole game? I said, yeah, kind of. I yeah. haven't watched it yet, but it's on there, so I can watch it again. Mm-hmm. And how about Canner battling with potentially a Dude. separated shoulder? And just like, I'm good. Like, keep me in. Keep me in. Mm-hmm. Just stayed in. Well, at halftime, I was like, he's gone. He ain't coming back. But he came back. I don't know what his availability is going to be for the next round, but yeah, we'll see. he says he's going to play. Well, hopefully we get matched up. Oh, Spurs won tonight. They did. Yeah. So, force game seven. Hopefully they win because I'd rather him match up with Lamarcus than match up with freaking Jokic. Oh, hell yeah. Or Pirtle. Yo- yeah. yeah. Jokic is a brick wall, dude. Mm-hmm. And that's going to. And hurt. he can stretch the floor. Yeah. Which would drag Canner out of the paint. Uh, um, Scary. Yeah. Scary matchup. And they have those wings with Torrey Craig and um, Malik Beasley. Mm-hmm. Those are guys are long, right. lanky defenders right. who don't do anything but play defense right. and shoot threes. Both teams tonight, you know, uh, uh, CJ, he always has such great insight. Um, Jen's cousin, he said, you know, it, Denver and Spurs both look like unbeatable teams tonight. Like they were throwing haymakers at each other, like mm-hmm. fighting for it, which is terrifying. But yeah. San Antonio ended up winning by like 20, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, and... Their final game is Saturday. We play the winner on Monday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's each. Obviously, the you know Denver is intriguing because they have nobody with really any playoff experience, right? Other than Paul Millsap. Oh yeah, yep. and so you're like, well, you know, things get tight in a in a second game in a in a second round series. Yeah. You never know who's going to rise up or whatever. I trust Dame. Dame's going to be the best yeah. player on the court, regardless of who they play. Yeah, but. Something about Popovich, man. Yes. Also on the other side, Denver has better. Denver has the better team of the two. Right. And Portland wouldn't get home court. Oh, Portland, yeah. Portland would get home court against San Antonio. That's true. San Antonio, Portland's defense doesn't match up well with San Antonio's no. players because the way Portland plays defense is they, you know, they pack the they pack the paint mm-hmm. and then they help and rotate on the on the perimeter to the, the contest three pointers. Mm-hmm. They purposefully leave the mid range jumpers open. Right. San Antonio has three of the three of the best mid range jump shooters. Yeah. In the league. Yeah. In Lamarcus Aldridge, DeRozan, DeRozan, and Rudy Gay. Yeah. Oh. Those all three of those guys have made their living in the yeah. in the NBA shooting mid range jump shots yeah. at a super high clip, and those guys are going to be left open on those mid range, mm-hmm. or Portland's going to have to completely switch up their how they play defense. Right. Then you're it's in gonna, a, then you're in a game of chess with Popovich versus Terry. Yeah. And that's terrifying well i mean terry Sant is a great coach but i mean it's we're talking about greg Popovich, yeah. who's getting an amazing effort out of devin white yeah and yeah, yeah. bryn forbes like who are the like who who is this backcourt right so yeah, yeah. we'll see we'll see either but. way i i like portland in the second second round it's it'll be tough but it's i like them hard it's gonna be hard but you know they're gonna have to you know lick their wounds and get ready for, for another fight mm-hmm. it's gonna be brutal but 
If you're listening and you're not into sports and you haven't seen this, I don't know how you haven't seen it, but for the love of God, start following. <laughs> Jump on the bandwagon. I'll let you. <laughs> I'll help you up. Like, this is... We said it last time we talked about it. Like, this is an incredible time to be watching this team. And if that's a complete understatement after last game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was in, yeah. it was insane. I don't know. All right. Well, that's all I have. Yeah. Do you think it was... This This might just be a stupid argument, but do you think okay. it's better than the .9 shot? I, I've seen people trying to make that argument. Um, I don't know. So when you when you think about everything that that you you have to consider everything mm-hmm. I think when you compare the shots point nine we were down yep and the refs were doing everything to give that game to Houston one hundred percent so for Dame and he broke the play Dame broke the play and came over he mm-hmm. said, he said that in the post game interview he's like I didn't tell anybody that but I just ran over and shot it um that well, the play was supposed to go to Aldridge yeah yeah massive that was massive but i don't know i think i mean listen to how we're talking about this play i think when you put all of the 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 rivalry i mean not that houston and portland didn't have one Mm -hmm. they were battling but i just think with with the personalities on oklahoma and just the the just how gross they were acting and behaving towards portland i i love this shot more because it, it like dame said it was the last word Mm-hmm. After everything, it was the last word. Yeah, point nine. That was the first. It was also that was the first Blazers series win in fourteen years. Right, right, right. We were down, like you said, mm-hmm. but that was Lamarcus Aldridge's team, mm-hmm. right? This was like Dame. This was Damian's coming out party. This mm-hmm. is now his team. So I think for the for the future of the franchise, this was probably a bigger shot. Right, but. That just that shot meant so much. Which one? The point nine. Oh yeah, yeah. Point yeah, nine yeah. just meant so much, and I don't know if that was not only a game-winning shot. That was, and I mean, obviously, it was a series-winning. But right. I don't think that they go back to Houston and win Game Seven. No. So that saved their right. season. Right, right. This one, you probably still win. Yes. If you go to seven, Portland wins still. I think. Mm-hmm. But I think I wouldn't want anything <laughs> to do with. Westbrook and George in a game seven though no hell they no. needed to end it that night and they did and Lillard yeah. made sure of it yeah. <laughs> so. oh that reminds me you owe me taco I do owe you tacos <laughs> what's kind of t- what from where where Just would you like crunchy taco like oh. always okay dude. man all right I'll bring you tacos you know what's funny is I was posting the taco bet this live or whatever mm-hmm. um after we had verified that the taco bet was happening I was like the taco bet's on and I was telling Jen and Jesse you know about the taco bet obviously Jen knows um and then when the game was over Jeff wins tacos and I said never wavered Mm -hmm. that's obviously bullshit (laughs) (laughs) down 15 in the fourth yeah that looked I was like man I don't want I don't want to get I don't want the tacos I don't want the tacos yeah I was like it's over it's over. Like George hits a three, I go. It's over. And then Dame hits one. I'm like, okay, we can still win this. Like I'm always like mm-hmm. that. Jen's like, looks at Jesse and goes, he does this every time. Like I'm like, it's over. Okay, we're still good. Oh, it's done. It's over. Might as well just pack it yep. up. And then, but I'm not texting you that shit. You'll text me all of mm-hmm. those emotions. Oh yeah. And I'm the one in the back texting you back. Like, no, no, we still got this. But in my heart and mind, I'm saying the same shit you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. It was. I thought it was completely over when it was like eight minutes left. Aminu hit a three, mm-hmm. and then Westbrook answered it yes. with a three. And I was like, "If he's fucking hitting that, it's over." Yeah, 
If yeah. he's answering threes, yes. this game is over. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah. But then after that, he couldn't hit it. Shit. And then that Dan- probably the play of the game outside of Damian's shot was mm-hmm. the charge that he drew mm-hmm. with like two minutes on left on Westbrook. Yes. Yeah. Sneaky, dude. Mm-hmm. He snuck in there. Well, because CJ was on his hip and and Westbrook had no idea he was there. I and, know. And Dame just slid over perfect position set. Yeah. So <sighs> It was awesome. Yeah. Great game. Great game. Go Trailblazers. Go Blazers. All right. Next. We doing it? Yeah. All right. Hey, kids, are you ready for counterculture? Well, here's your host, Jake. Hello, and welcome to this week's version of counterculture. I am Jake the host of Counterculture, and also of Say What You Mean podcast. I'm rambling, so I'll just get right into it. Um, gun gun counters gun counters are weird. <laughs> okay. They are just weird. Uh-huh. Um, yesterday, I had a guy, he came up, he was just, dude, he was just rambling about mm-hmm. stuff. They, they just come up, and people, I don't know what it is, but they think that I want to hear <laughs> about every gun that they have ever owned. Oh, my word. They're dad has ever owned Mm -hmm. their grandfather has ever owned right they just need to tell me about it it's like oh i had a colt python 357s never and all the guns have never are always brand new never been fired in the box no matter what yeah every gun that it's it's just like it's almost like yeah my gun's never been fired it's brand new in the box i'm like why is i mean cool like but people love it people like think uh-huh. that that's that's something to brag about right it's like oh it's got to be you know worth something because it's never it's been never open been open just weird. So uh-huh. this this guy was just asking some random ass questions, and he's he he's like, well, so they don't make. He was wanting this Beretta twenty two A, which is twenty one A was the model, and it's this little Beretta pistol, and it's twenty two caliber, and the the barrel like pops up because the slide like is semi automatic, but the slide's super hard to rack because of the design of the gun. So mm-hmm. it has this little lever, and the barrel pops up, so you load one manually into the, into the barrel and close the barrel down and load the magazine. Anyway, oh, weird. Um, it's a strange design, and he's like, they don't ha- they don't make those anymore, and it's like, nope, they don't. Breda doesn't make those anymore. And but that's goes, what he's looking for. Yeah, he was looking for it. And and he's you like, didn't have it. No, okay. they don't. They don't make. They haven't gotcha. made it in like gotcha. five years. So he's like, well. So he started looking at other stuff. He's like, well, what about this one, this Ruger? And I was like, well, it's 380. And he's like, is that bigger than mine? It's like, well, it's bigger caliber, yes. And he's like, well, will that spin them like a top? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, well, that spin them like a top. I'm like, are you asking me if you shoot somebody that they'll spin around? Yeah. I was like, dude, that's, I just want to say like, that's morbid. Like, why did you say that? No. No, but did you say, are you asking me if you shoot someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, does it spin them like a top? I had to clear. I'm like, I need a clarification. Yeah. So I was like, well, no, 380, you know, doesn't carry a ton of energy. <laughs> I mean, out of the muzzle, it's only about. That's what you said. It's only about 250. You're sitting here debating whether or not someone will spin like a top if you shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help myself. I can't help myself. And oh, then I get into ballistics like, well, you know, the 380 cartridge really only carries about 250 to 275 oh foot-pounds of energy out of the muddle. And out of a barrel, that's only about two inches. You're talking about really slow velocities <laughs> and, you know, not enough to spin them like a top. Yeah. So he's like, well, he's like, so how does the how does the whole, you know, racky thing work? I was like, well, you put in the magazine and you, you rack the slide. That chambers the round in the, and puts around in the chamber. And he's like, well... 
back in the day when I had that that Beretta that I that I want, mm-hmm. he's like, you just pop the barrel and blow the round in and you close it and it's boom boom time. Dude, literally, this is a grown ass man. He said, "Boom boom time." What did you say? I just stared at him. There's nothing. What are you gonna say at that point? Dude, just dude just said, oh, "Boom boom time." Oh my gosh! I would ask him like, "Is that like bathroom talk? Like you gotta go boom boom?" <laughs> I don't what are know. you saying? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's um, the thing. Is like I've been thinking about this. This this gun culture is like. There's probably so many weird ass things like that. That. Like, like even like the, the little thing, which I, I love things like that, but I absolutely hate things like that. When people say things um, like uh, still in the box, never been shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Or like this is a this is just a simple comparison that I'm thinking of is like when you're picking teams and picking basketball and you're shooting free throws for the team, we'll either go every other or first four or whatever it is, yeah. you know, and then everybody's missing their free throw. Somebody always says. Maybe we should switch to layups. And it's womp, 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 oh, womp. it infuriates me. It's yeah. because it's like there's things in life that we constant like that I keep running into that are I feel like these people are fucking scripted. They always just say the same shit that everybody mm-hmm. else says. Yep. And that is one of those things like maybe we should switch to layups or you know, it's like have you seen Office Space? Of course you um, haven't. No. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Actually, I have seen Office. Space. Oh, okay, that's but, the one where it's like the 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 TPS reports. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But like they're like that. They have the character on there. She's like somebody's got a case of the Mondays, and she's like that character who's mm-hmm. like reading from that script. Just yeah. says shit that people say. It's a dude every, with the red stapler, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. there's always these people who just say these same things. And in this in this gun culture that you tell me about, it's like there are these phrases like. Okay, I don't know if spin them like a top or go boom boom is like <laughs> boom boom's not. But I, you would be surprised at how many people will say, "Well, let's spin them like a top." Really? Yeah, like forty, like forty-five ace. Like the people just have an unrealistic view of what you know cartridges can do. Like, yeah, especially hand like handgun cartridges. It's right. Just, there's not enough energy to knock somebody. Like people will say, like knockdown power. Like mm-hmm. how much knockdown power does that have? It's like, dude, there's not a single handgun cartridge that will literally take a human, like a grown man, yeah, yeah. and like knock him over. Yeah, lay him out. Now, people will be shot and they'll think to act to lay down because mm-hmm. they've been hurt. Right. But there's not an actual like handgun cartridge that's going like to blow somebody Jake. back. So, no, that's that's <laughs> honestly like, that's where they get like 90% of their. Uh, and, and these are people who are going out and carrying firearms right. in our community and they have such a unrealistic. Like they have such an unrealistic um, thought process in their minds about the capability of firearms, right? Like, right. Their capability it, when presented with an in, with a in, in with presented with an with a situation where they would have to use that gun to defend right. their lives. Right. These people are willfully ignorant. Yeah. And way underprepared. Right. For they, they just think that oh you're going to be Rambo like yeah you're yeah, gonna, yeah. you're just going to pull the gun you're going to know exactly what to do yeah. It's like the boom boom power is like you're referring to shooting a person like if you really th- if you really had to go through that half those people would cry themselves to sleep every night after killing someone. Oh yeah. They but, don't yeah. Yeah. Well they and they, they, yeah I hear those all the time like oh you know they're buying this gun and I it's almost like they're hoping somebody like breaks into their home yeah, so they can yeah. shoot somebody. It's like really dude you don't really want to go you through don't you don't want you don't want to go through that. No. And um I don't know. Just people with like, well, how many, one of the other things is like, well, can I get an extended magazine for this? Like people want, like (laughs) 
Like, dude, you're carrying... Think about this. Right. FBI statistics is most personal most personal defense shootings happen mm-hmm. within like the assailant was is within 10 feet yeah. of the person yeah. outside of that you got to really you're going to have to defend yourself and ex- really explain why you felt your life was in danger yes. to the point where you had to draw and shoot at somebody further than 10 feet away mm-hmm. so think about how many rounds do you really need yeah if you're to engage away. somebody who's within 10 feet yeah but dude people will carry like spare mag like we're talking like spare like you know, a Glock 19, which right. is one of the most popular handguns, has a 15-round magazine. People will carry multiple, like, will carry spare, three, four mm-hmm. spare 15-round magazines on holst- on magazine holster pouches right. on their side. In addition, it's like, do you, do you need 90 rounds? Maybe they're not a good shot, Jake. Dude, I'm just, I'm like, what do you think, <laughs> it, what do you think is going to happen out there? Right. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, we've seen the worst things happen out there. So maybe that's what they're preparing for. I guess I just. But that that those phrases like spin them like a top and and go boom boom, <laughs> <laughs> boom boom time, boom boom time. It's I don't know, man. I would just be like, I I wouldn't do it. Actually, I would do it if I was if gun salesman. I'd be like, what did you just say? Did you just say boom boom time? Like you want to kill someone? I can't sell you this gun. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised, man. Like I've had. <clears throat> I've had people just come up to the counter and um, with their buddies and yeah, point like point a gun at their buddy's chest and pretend to like shoot it. And just people, dude. There is so many. There's just oh, gun ca- gun counter etiquette gosh. is so bad, man. Like all most people like all hand and guys get super weird when they bring their girlfriends. Like they want to show off for their girlfriends. Yeah. So they'll like they'll how do they show off? Well, like I'll I'll pull out a handgun and then they'll like they'll get all super tactical, they'll right? Punch you in the face. No, th- <laughs> Boom! No, they'll they like they'll they'll get the gun right, and then they'll. It's you're not gonna be able to see this right. because I'm doing this doing this with my hands, Emotions. but they'll 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 get in like in their proper stance, right? And they'll 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 check like this, and they'll drop the magazine, rack the slide, pop the magazine back in, aim it, do this. What all the time, dude? Okay, act, act I'm like, gonna let's describe that real quick. So Jake holds a gun up to his chest. Then he's looking left and right like he's scoping the fucking area. Then he extends his a- hands out and looks down his fingers and like but, but, checks the room. But they'll have a handgun. I had a dude yeah. one time. He's got I, the gun I, in his hand. I shit you not. I had a dude. I I handed him an AR-15. Yeah. Bolt open. Yeah. He takes a charging handle, drops drops the bolt. He's like, and he's he takes a step back from uh-huh. the counter. And I kid you not, puts the gun to his shoulder and starts acting like he's clearing the aisles of our store <laughs> i had to run on the i had to run around the counter to grab the gun from the guy really yeah did you just yank it yeah i just grabbed it i grabbed it from him i said what he say he's like what i was like he's like i needed to make sure like it's the gun's balanced i'm like dude it's a basic ar-15 it's right. your budget ar it's 650 it's like every other ar you've ever picked dude, up what if somebody thought he was going through the store Dude, they're lucky. Like our store doesn't like our but, gun employees don't carry, but there right. are gun counters that do. Yeah, if you act like that, where there's guns allowed, someone doesn't know you're t- testing the weight of a gun. Yeah, who knows? No, I mean I've had two people try to load, you know, to load you guns on that. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just it's scary, man. There's just there's so many weird characters, and it's just oh, like I can't imagine. Well, then you get in, you, now it, now that it's so political. And ev- yes. like everybody, is, it's so hot button mm-hmm. now. Like I, I had this guy come in 
a couple days ago and he wanted to get a um he said his red dot was broken and so he wanted to get it's a site yeah. so he wanted to get his site fixed and so I, I was looking at it and i'm as i'm walking him back he's like you've heard what happened to hear what happened into dicks because dicks sporting goods is next right, door to us way, yeah and he, i'm like i was like no i haven't haven't uh, been following it and he's like since they stopped selling guns they're all going out of business I said, man, I really haven't kept up with it. Yeah. He's like, well, you should. It's a lesson to everybody out there. You stop you stop supporting the Second Amendment, you're going out of business. And I'm like, man, why do you think I want to hear this? Yeah. Like, do you think why I Why do just... I want to hear about you being an expert on dicks? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like he has absolutely no idea what's going on with, with dicks sporting goods. Right. And really, dicks actually are not closing that many stores. No, no. And all I said to him was, well, I said that the, the dicks sporting goods next door they were slow before they started, before they yeah, stopped yeah. selling it firearms, and they're slow now. Yeah, that whole area is slow. Yeah, yeah. Del- Delta Park is dying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's just kind of, I don't really, yeah, there's kind of light on anecdotes in this episode, but it's just, there's just a lot of characters mm-hmm. at the gun mm-hmm. counter, and it's starting to become, the language used, yeah, especially, is starting to really point to, to, the formation of a culture and that was like there's semantic like there's almost semantic domains and there's um mm. there's key there's key words and like that are, are identifying identifying words like are you like part of the are you part of the in crowd right yeah, are yeah, you yeah, one, yeah. are you like a patriot prayer kind of guy who is you know you're going to um show up at rallies and mm-hmm. everything is it's it's zero sum with the second amendment right and, you know, it's all the it's us against the libtards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, and it's just there's just such. It's becoming so divisive right mm-hmm. now. It's like it's either like you're, either you're one hundred percent in, mm-hmm. or you're you're a traitor. Right. And like I just can't have like I just you can't have conversations no. with people at the gun counter Gosh, anymore. No. Like I had a there was another guy the other day who said, um, you know, if the Democrats win, they're going to come and kill everybody who's a gun owner. <laughs> Kill? Kill them. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, these he and he, he believes full it. on believed it. Yeah. Yeah. So what? what is this guy going to do when Donald Trump loses yeah. in two years? Yeah. A wow. year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Pay attention to that, Jake, from here on out. Um, that's your homework <laughs> is just at work. Just pay attention to like the scripted phrases that you hear. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, okay, I guess we'll just shoot layups. You know what I mean? Yeah. The things that people continuously say, because those are interesting things to me. I love hearing about those. Yeah. Um, and just just start thinking of them. If you hear them, maybe like, okay, that is something I know I've heard a million times. Maybe just jot it down. Because mm-hmm. that I'd love to hear those kind of things. Because yeah. those are always interesting to me. Um, they're annoying as shit, but um, I can't imagine they're not annoying for you. Oh, the, you're, there's it's nails on a chalkboard with some of them. It's the same things all the time. So. Yeah, I don't know. Think about it. Yeah, you had a Trump tweet. Yeah, he, let's switch gears I was here. Trying to find it. Uh-huh. He, I think he deleted it because, it, oh. dude, it was bad. But it it, had, it said something like, um, "I read it just before leaving work." Oh, did you? And he said, uh, so he tweeted that. I'll look for it as you tell me. Um, the uh, Mexican army or Mexican <gasps> police. Yes. Pointed firearms yes. at. Okay, so did you see this? I did kind of see. Pointed it. firearms at American troops mm-hmm. on our border, mm-hmm. probably as a diversionary like tactic mm-hmm. for drug smugglers. That to was get what across. the tweet said. Yeah, 
and oh. better not happen again. I'm sending armed soldiers. Yes. To the yes. I saw so that. is he? So not only is so he's claiming that the Mexican government is purposefully helping drug smugglers. Yeah. And is now ratcheting up hostilities with not only, you know, migrants from S- Central America coming through Mexico, mm-hmm. but literally ratcheting up tensions, like hard with hard assets, hard balancing against Mexico on our southern border. Yeah. That's scary, dude. Yeah. And to, I saw and that and to I was do like, that over a tweet. Yeah. Either Mexico just knows he's bloviating and he's just doing this for politics. Yeah. But still, do the people who do people who take everything mm-hmm. he says as gospel mm-hmm. is it's dude, it's scary. Yeah, I saw I saw that and the first thing I um thought was like this like I hope that you know Mexico just looks at it and just brushes it off, but if not, I mean, those are things that could start wars. Mm-hmm. Making claims like that and 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 stirring that pot and building that narrative. If he deleted it, he must have deleted it because I don't see it either. Yeah, well, because there's no evidence. I guarantee you there's no evidence for it. Right. And I don't know who tells him stuff like that. I don't know if anyone does. But, but we don't have a director of homeland security. Yeah. We have a. We don't have a deputy director of homeland security. Right. We don't have a. We don't have a. We have an acting secretary of defense. So everybody who is who would be in charge of relaying this inf- of this this information to the president mm-hmm. are acting non vetted, non Senate confirmed people. Yeah, yeah. Better not happen again. We are now sending armed soldiers to the border. Mexico is not doing nearly enough in apprehending and returning. I mean, it's just like. I don't know. Like to call him out like that is just weird too. Not aside from the gun and the pointing and the 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 kind of aggressive actions or threat threats of aggression. Mm-hmm. Just the whole thing of like you guys aren't doing your fucking job. It's just weird to me that that dude is the dude calling people out for not doing their job. I don't know. Yeah, that's our boy. Yeah. It's um, dude, it's so it's frustrating. Yeah, I don't Yeah. I mean that's that's just dangerous. Yeah. I mean, um and we talked about it was the last episode, I'm not sure, but um just the yeah, we went through that psych article. Mm-hmm. And I had I had some people reach out and say how helpful that was. Um as far as like understanding just this blind blind following you know and i see his twitter feed dude and that's what worries me and i like that you brought that up though you know he posted uh something earlier about like said like thank you america or something like that and it said approval rating 50 percent. yeah from rasmussen who constantly is six to seven points higher than every other poll out there yes i know i know but i see that and i'm like that that is now going to be everything that everybody that supports him says Mm -hmm. they see that and they're like okay yeah see we're good which, I mean, maybe not. Maybe he goes through this entire second election and 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 trumps the fact that he's winning and he's the best and he's the greatest and ends up losing. Maybe it'd be great. It'd be hilarious. But it's, they're not. Democrats aren't helping their cause. Kamala Harris tweeted or said something publicly the uh-huh. other day, like two or three days ago, about how she would be willing to use if Congress didn't enact gun legislation she would use executive powers to do it and it's like man you just can't you can't 
you were the party who's running on being anti-Trump, and that right. what anti-Trump means is not populism to fulfill your campaign provinces. That's not what anti-Trump should mean. Right. The being the antithesis of Trump is to restore democratic norms, restore process, mm-hmm. and threatening executive action to get home your campaign promises yeah. is not a good start. Yeah, if Republicans continue to cower to the NRA, then um, she will impose new gun controls by executive action. Yeah, that's just not, that's not okay. I, you can, you and I fall da- on different sides of the gun control debate. Right, right. That's perfectly fine. We've documented this multiple times yes. on this on this uh, show. And, but I think you and I can both agree that there is a, there is a 100%. process for that yep. to happen and threatening that not only is that politically like a loser in this country yes it's now now every other democrat is going to have to answer for what uh Kamala Harris Senator Harris yeah. is saying here yeah. cuz now she's going to be now they're going to be asked about it now Cory Booker is going to be asked well what do you think about Kamala right. Harris and now he's going to be stuck between the hard, rock and a hard place saying well you know, I don't. In, instead of not wanting to completely call her out or bash her, right? Or he's, so he's going to have to hedge a little bit, and, right. then, and then that's going to be taken as well. He could, you know, he he's not completely distancing himself right. from that. So that means he must also agree with it. Mm-hmm. It's it's poisoning the well, and you're you're literally giving ammo to Trump right. when you say stuff like that. Or if you're a Democratic opponent of hers, and they ask you about it, and you're like, "No, we're not going to do executive action. We're going to take the necessary processes that are built in our our system." hundred percent down that is viewed as weak. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's viewed as weak now. Yeah. Because we've seen this new precedence of like, I'm just going to use executive orders. Um, and it doesn't start with Trump, but apparently it's not going to end there either. If people no. are just going to take these actions and yes, a hundred percent. I agree by uh, the, the path of making things happen and just signing executive orders to make whatever you want to happen is dangerous. And I disagree. That's a pretty yeah, like just blanket statement to say because it is yeah. it, it is dangerous. We're we're a we're a republic, you know. We're a which we're a democracy right. and giving, basically we're we're creating quasi demagogues. Yeah, and lawless. And currently, there's a lawless demagogue sitting in the highest office who's using the power of the presidency to shield himself right. from from uh, being um, held accountable for his for his actions. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was anybody else. If this was anybody else, yeah. they would have had obstruction charges brought against him. Mm. But because of his executive privileges, right, and that and being the DOJ being in in a a branch of the executive, mm-hmm. being a department of the executive de- branch, mm-hmm. they have a department um, policy that they don't indict sitting presidents. Right. Anybody else? Yeah. There was enough there to bring con- obstruction of justice charges. Well, this was the greatest witch hunt of American history. 32 indictments, 19 convictions. Yeah. Six in jail. Yeah. Of people who were incredibly close to him. Right. Yeah, it was a witch hunt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to come back next week with more politics. <laughs> I mean, I was just too... I mean, I was thinking about this, Jake, honestly. Uh, there's been a lot, obviously, every day that happens, and, and Biden just announced his candidacy. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I, I like that, um, but it's been nice to be distracted by the Trailblazers and NBA playoffs. Yeah. It's really been nice. Yeah, um, and that I, you know I I, I I I it's hard for me not to think like 
oh, look at you, just a dummy being distracted from, you know, real world issues. We need it, though. I know. I know. But it's hard for me not to think that way. It's like, crap, man, I really haven't checked in on, like, what's going on. Like, I'm completely checking out to watch basketball right now. But, I mean. We all need that reprieve. Yeah, I think so, too. And I try to do it. We try to do a lot with this show and with To the Republic. So maybe having a little gun culture and trailblazer segments <laughs> once it's every now and then is good. Yeah. All right, Jake. I got to go to bed. Yeah, it's been a, it's a late night. Yeah. Thank you for coming over. Of course. Thank you for making time. Yep. Um, I hope you guys appreciate it because we're working our tails off mm-hmm. over here. <laughs> yep. Yep. We are. Um, yeah. I don't know. We got. Um, we need to really start kicking in gear with some guests and uh we have some that we're working on we want to bring back a, a listener favorite um donna oh yeah yeah um and uh oh we have some events coming up in the summer i guess with kxrw um yeah um something for june right yeah june. so we'll get more into that once we have more information on that um but that could be kind of a fun thing i don't know if anyone wants to go but we'll talk to you about it and i'm sure sh- i guarantee you there's going to be plenty of us to talk, plenty for us to talk about. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Um, if you enjoyed it, and if you love Jake as much as my mom, <laughs> share the, <laughs> share the show with one person, and maybe we'll get the whole world to fall in love with Jake. And then, how old are you? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Mm-hmm. In seven years, we can make Jake president. Oh God, nobody wants that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>